Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about using your weaknesses as stepping stones, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, uh, he has a book called Total Recall, and it is one of my favorite books. I, I, I will put a link to it in my show notes. Uh, it really is a fabulous book. And it really is just, it's an autobiography that he writes, and he just goes through and talks about just his life and everything from basically being born in Austria all the way through to um, definitely after he was he was done being governor, I believe, was when he wrote it. Or maybe he was, yeah, it was definitely after he, 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 uh, he was done in politics. So it's, you know, pretty recent. And uh, it just covers ground on a lot of life. And the the biggest thing I say about Arnold, why I think he's a good person for everyone to learn from, because he's done so much in so many different areas. Like he, he's been an athlete. Um, he's made money in real estate. He's made money as an actor, obviously. And, and he's made it in, in politics and pretty much whatever he set his mind to and said he's going to do, he's pretty much done it. And um, that is impressive. But when it comes to using your 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 weaknesses uh, as, as strengths and, and stepping stones, um, I think he has some of the more obvious ones because one, he's popular enough that you can talk about him, and most people have an idea of who he is and like what he looks like and sounds like and stuff. Um, so the the first point that really fits into this is his accent. He's from Austria, and he probably has one of the now one of the most famous accents in all of Hollywood. But when you think back to when he was, before he was a star, when you're just getting started doing this, it wasn't like there was a bunch of movie directors and producers sitting around like, man, we just need this guy with this Australian accent. Like, nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted that. It wasn't something that was even remotely seen as favorable. So what did he do? One, he worked on it. Like, he, his accent was actually a lot worse than it is now. He worked on it. He took English classes. And he did everything he could to improve it first off. So he didn't just say, oh, no, I'm good as is, and you got you to take me as I am. No, he worked on it. He did work to improve it. But here's where his patience paid off. He knew he had to wait for the right role. And um, the one role that really took him, like that just took his career to the next level and his accent ended up being perfect for was Terminator. That's like the, you know, the famous... I'll be back, you know, like um, his accent in that movie, for some reason, it added to the robot that he was playing. Like it made it, it actually brought it to life as opposed to it being a weakness. It was actually a strength. Like his voice playing this like drone robot killer um, was actually a perfect fit. And it made... It made it made the movie. Honestly, it really did. It, it, and it's hard for people sometimes to comprehend that you can take something that is deemed a weakness, and and people are saying, "No, you don't. You, your accent's too thick. You you don't sound good. This is never going to work." And then you flip that around and you use that as something that actually becomes an asset for you. And even more so with the voice, what's crazy about it is is that once he started getting in movies and, and becoming more popular. 
he actually had one of the most more iconic voices because he had such a strong accent. There's no one really out there who can duplicate how he sounds. Like you can listen to Arnold and you know Arnold's right off the bat. So you got the first thing, his accent. Then the second thing was his, his size. Because remember, he, he came over to America because he wanted to become a, a great bodybuilder. That was the, the the initial reason for coming. And he he was. Like he this guy was a champion a, a ton of times. Like I think maybe seven times he he had um taken the, the bodybuilding title. So he's well known. He's a huge guy when he decides he wants to act. So the problem was when he decided he wanted to act, like this is before like, the action heroes that we're used to. And really he kind of paved the way for this, but action heroes weren't as big and muscular as he was. And, and really a lot of producers and directors and people who did casting, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. They did not like it. And he, and there was actually a movie, one of his first movies, he had to actually lose a bunch of weight just to be able to actually do it. And they said if he was above a certain weight, that they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't film the movie. So he actually spent a lot of time cutting and running and doing everything good to get to get his weight down. But here's the thing. He was still patient. And instead of listening to all the directors who were like, no, 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 you're you're way too big. And then just either deciding that he was too big to act or um, just completely dropping all his muscle, he waited for the right role and he waited for movies that actually require and like this seems like common sense but a lot of people still don't do this he waited for movies that actually fit in with how big he was it's like when they needed someone who was a big bruising warrior like he fit like when they needed an action guy who like was just destroying people and people would need to be intimidated enough he fit the he fit the bill perfectly so that that's important to see that and understand that because that's two different things with this guy. Like his accent, his size, two things that most people that really stand out about who Arnold is. Like if there's one thing about Arnold in like the Terminator movies and a lot of the other movies he's been in, it's the fact that he's a big guy and he has a crazy strong accent. And he used both of those to turn his career into one of the most iconic ones. So that should be an indication to you for things that people might have told you that you're weak on your whole life. Well, there's a way to flip that and use it as a strength and and get guidance with it so that you can um, create a, a competitive advantage for yourself that other people can't duplicate because they can't be you. But the other thing that really feeds those first two, the accent and his size, is the fact that I mentioned his patience, right? And this is where I think Arnold's story is really cool because he was patient because he didn't need the money. And why did he not need the money? It wasn't even because of bodybuilding. It's because once he was started bodybuilding, he actually started investing in real estate. He learned everything he could about real estate. And he actually became a millionaire from real estate, not from making movies. So when he decided he wanted to make movies, unlike a lot of other actors who they have to take any role they can get just so that they can have a meal, he didn't need that. So he was able to wait for the roles that would allow him to be Arnold and be a bigger actor with a strong accent. And, not, and he was fine with that. So the point I'm making there is, I think a lot of times, even if you have something that you're hustling for, you have something, you have a dream that you want, you can't be scared to go and do other things sometimes and make the money you need to support that dream. Like a lot of people miss this and they think that, well, if you have a dream, you have to just put everything you have into it. And if it fails, it fails. It's like, no, you want it to succeed. And sometimes... To succeed, you need to be patient. You need to be in it for some time. And you can't get in it for some time 
if like you can't get in it for some time if you need money now because you're more likely to make poor decisions and just do whatever you can to get money instead of doing what you know is going to be best for your career and and, and best for you in, in the long run. So um, just ponder that, man. Like I, I think not only does the, the book Total Recall just give you habit after habit and, and routine after routine that this guy followed and it's it's amazing. But overall, when you look at it and what he did in his story, story, like he really took two strong weaknesses that he had and he turned them into strengths and found ways to succeed in the long run doing so. So uh, I'm going to put the show notes for that book. Like I said, I'm going to put it in. And also, uh, I'm going to also put a link to uh, Habit Mastery in the show notes, uh, which again, it's just online course you can jump into to make sure that you're learning uh, every aspect of what it takes to build habits. And it's one of the best investments that you can make for 149. You simply can cover everything. And in the long run, when you think about, if you start getting things right with your life now, day in, day out, day in, day out, um, the impact of what that's going to do a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. Because um, we got to stop having these years where we say, oh, next year is going to be the year, next year is going to be the year, the next year is the exact same. Um, it's up to you to change that and to start learning what it takes in order to do that.